Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good weekday, good weekend, and welcome to the True Core Crew podcast. One of these days I will get a little intro there, but my name is Shannon Logan and I'm the owner of True Core CrossFit in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, if you don't know much about us, we've been around about five and a half years. Um, we use fitness and community to help empower people to live healthier lifestyles. Um, and through this quarantine process that we're currently still in, um, we've taken the opportunity to kind of get to know some of our staff better, some of our me members better, um, and kind of start our new weekly podcast here. So I have a familiar face with us this afternoon. Um, hi, Don. Hi, how's it going? Welcome back. Thanks, thanks for having me again. I mean, I, I mean, you must have done something right last week, right? We all week two. I don't know. I feel like I, am I back in the principal's office here? What's going? No, oh, no, no, geez, no, no. Don. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we have kind of a role reversal today. So last week, when you and I were speaking, you brought up kind of an interesting um, question or want, desire, interest, which was, "Hey, Coach Shannon." Why don't you let someone interview you? Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. And I said, okay, Don, why not? And since it was your idea, it was, I thought I would let you take the ball and run with it. That's, that's right. And, and so now you're, you're handing the keys over here at, on the True Core podcast. There we to, go. Handing me, the keys to the audio YouTube video kingdom here. To, to me, of all people, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to to be able to be the one to interview you um, secretly. Um, I was really hoping you'd choose me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was but your no, idea. I thought it, it was, was the best one. Was. I got some ginger love for you, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, I hey, we gotta look out for each other. But no, I mean, I, I, think, I think our members and prospective True Core members would love, would, would really love to hear about your, your journey as, as an athlete, as a coach, and as an owner mm. and you know i feel like we 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 see you coaching classes we we get messages from you we get inspiration from you but at the same time you know hey there's i feel like there's so much to learn about you and i i think that and that's why i brought it up i think it'd be a great opportunity um to, to be able to sit down with you and, and to hear what you have to share and to hear your perspective um because uh you know i i'm sure there's a lot we we don't know and, and a lot that would be really interesting to to a number of people so you think um, it'll be interesting i might just put you all to sleep you never know uh, i doubt that you you make something not interesting i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> it comes with the ginger ginger hair right ginger right. locks yeah so so yeah I, I was really hoping we could we can learn about um your background and, and your story sure um so why don't why don't we start out wherever you want to start out you lead I'm, I'm going to follow today. You lead well, and follow. Well, I'll, I'll, you know, w when was the first time that you, you really felt you were like, you, you're like, this is what I want to do for, you know, a career. Um, it depends on who you ask and it depends on uh, what the seriousness about it was. So um, I've been an athlete in some respect all my life. Um, I started taking Taekwondo at age five. Right. And um, by age seven, I was telling my parents I wanted to own my own studio one day. Um, I wanted to own my own dojo one day. Um, and so 
thread that out a little bit. Um, I played sports all the way through sophomore year of college and I was basketball, softball, um, taekwondo all the way through high school. Um, it was just kind of what I did. It's how I existed. It's what I did for fun. It's what I did for stress relief. Um, I just love to move my body in space. There's something about it. Um, that for me, I feel centered and grounded and kind of refocused when I get a workout in, however that looks. Um, and so I always had some kind of fitness something. And I went to mm -hmm. college. Um, let me back up. I was Catholic school, K through 12, Catholic yeah. all girls high school. Um, so we're spring technically Rockville, Maryland, Holy Cross, Tartans, Shout out to all those Tart and Holy Cross girls back in the day, plaid skirts, good stuff. Um, played sports. And when I looked into what I was going to do in college and study, it was never a question of like somehow um, health and fitness was going to be part of it because it just was what like I loved. Yeah. Like I, I was already into that. You know, I took athletic training classes my senior year of high school um, and some stuff like that. Yeah, so, so eight, eight lived, breathed, slept. Yeah, you know, um, I found a lot of identity in, in it, I think. I mm -hmm. think when, like, I just loved it. I just loved being active. In grade school, um, so I did martial arts year-round, and then I would do softball in the spring and basketball in the winter. Um, and there was, like, a, a lap between, especially my seventh and eighth grade year, um, I got my black belt when I was 13 okay. in eighth grade. And like the couple months leading up to that were grueling and as they should be. Um, and so there were many days where I would like get off the softball field and my mom would pick me up and have dinner in the car and we would change clothes and get to the Taekwondo studio wow. for like 7.30 class and I would be there till nine. And then I would get home at like 9.30 and then shower and go to bed. Um, it just... Wow. I, I, I just love moving. I just love being in motion. Um, so, so you mentioned basketball. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was your position? Did you play multiple positions? I was a number two. I was a shooting guard. Okay. Um, I'm five, six, five, six and a half. And I reached that height. I don't know, maybe, maybe like end of high school. Like I was never extremely tall. Mm -hmm. um, I've always had decent lungs and I've always had decent foot speed. Um, that comes from taekwondo like it's weird my my uh, reflexes are still wicked quick like i'll drop something and then i'll shoot up my hand real quick and catch it <laughs> and i'll be like oh did that just happen um but so when it came to like cutting back and forth and defensive mm -hmm. low positions and stuff like that i was all about it i played third base for softball too okay i was gonna ask so, that's my follow-up yeah hot, hot corner yeah hot corner um <laughs> And so my, my reflexes came in handy there, uh, but yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to a small college in Maine to start off with. I went from living in Silver Spring with my folks. And while I loved my parents, um, being like a teen teenager and just being me, I was like, I'm going to get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a small cabin up in Maine on a lake that's in like rural boondock, Maine. We don't have TV internet we actually have an outhouse um wow. and when i was a kid we'd go up there and spend six weeks every summer so that's one of my like happy places like one of my heart 
happy places. And so when I was like, where am I going to go for school? I'm going to go up north. Maine. Um, Maine. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere in New England. Um, so I applied to a couple of schools up there, got into the mall. Um, my mom tried to keep me in state. You know, mm-hmm. I, the whole yeah. apply to Salisbury thing got in, apply to Maryland got in. Okay. Um, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go to Maryland my senior year of high school. It was like five <laughs> minutes. It was like 20 minutes from my parents' house. I'm like, there's too no close. way. Too close. I got to go a thousand miles away. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up in a small school up in Maine, University of New England in Biddeford, right outside of Portland. Uh, okay. And I started out as an athletic training major up there, playing softball up there as well. Okay. Yep. And then it's really cold and it's really dark in Maine um, mm-hmm. for a really long time come like November. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say is, is softball season like two months out of the year. What is <laughs> Yeah. Right. So like it's crazy. Um, we would start practice in February, which was like a joke because literally negative 19 degrees. Um, but we would do it in like gym- gymnasium and have indoor balls and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but our season would literally be like six weeks. And we would do double headers. Every game was a double wow. header, every single game. So <laughs> my freshman year when we played, you would alternate. So one year, they would be an away game, both games, and the next year, they'd be a home game. Mm-hmm. The way that worked, we had like three quarters of our games that year were away games. It was crazy. Um, oh. So like you're playing softball in Maine end of March where they're literally still – plowing the softball field because there's a foot and a half. Oh my God. Oh so my God. I, I like came home. <laughs> I, I said, I said, you know what? I love Maine. I absolutely do. I love it. But my, the majority of my experiences before college have been July, August and September. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the peak, the perfect times. Um, but, uh, and I, and it was just a different culture. So mm-hmm. halfway through sophomore year, I transferred back down to Maryland, um, which is ironic because like I said, you couldn't pay me right. dollars to go after senior yeah. year, but, um, I missed the culture of Maryland and I loved having things to do. Um, my first college was a small town, as I said, and there was not a lot to do. Um, and so I transferred to good old college park and picked up a kinesiology, uh, undergrad degree with a pre-physical therapy um, underline. So the game plan had okay. been to go to PT school. Okay. Yeah. So how was Maryland? Maryland was awesome. I loved it. Um, it was an interesting transition because like I got there halfway through sophomore year and, you know, friends have have friends by then. Um, but I did have a crew of people from high school that I still was kind of really cl- close to that I kept in touch mm-hmm. with. So I kind of fell into that, but then I just found new friends as well. Um, I think that's where like my adult life really started. Um, because like mid through sophomore year and then junior and senior year, uh, you know, you're like 20 to 22. Um, I did do an extra semester. So I graduated in December of 08 from Maryland mm-hmm. because I, I transferred and that kind of held some stuff up. Sure. Um, but I, it was awesome. I loved it. There was stuff to do. I loved what I was studying um, being pre-physical therapy, I took, you know, um, organic chemistry. I took anatomy one and two. I took biochem, um, physics one and two. I'm not a fan of physics. (laughs) I'm a science girl, but physics does not work in my brain. 
Well, um, you, I mean, God, biochem, that scared me away from going pre-med. So I. <laughs> organic chemistry, I, I had a hard time uh, yeah. with. I had a hard time with. Um, and then while I was in undergrad, I started working at a PT clinic um, because okay. I wanted to see like kind of what it would be like. And um, I worked there for about, so <laughs> actually it's not true. I worked two, two jobs. I forgot about this. Um, so junior year, I got my ACE personal training certification. Okay. Um, I was working out at a gym off campus um, down in Silver Spring with the YMCA actually. Okay. Uh, interesting enough, it was the same YMCA that I grew up in. So like I went to YMCA <laughs> camps. Uh, I did that whole, I learned how to swim in that pool. Um, wow. And 20 years later, I find myself like working out there and the staff was like, hey, like, you should think about maybe, you know, getting a PT license. You're here enough. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. why, why don't you think about joining in? You're friends with all the staff. Like, you would fit in really well. Um, why don't you hop on this bandwagon? And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I love Canise. Like, this is what I'm going to try to do. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So I studied for my ACE personal training, got that, and started um, working there. I would work at the YMCA three mornings a week. I would do the 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. shift um, and then drive back to campus and hop into 1030 organic chemistry, which might have been why I didn't like organic chemistry so much. That's quite the morning. <laughs> yeah, right? It was busy, man. It, yeah. it was busy. Um, and then I also worked at a physical therapy clinic some nights, a couple uh, nights a week as well, trying to get my foot in the door and kind of see what that was like. Um, and get you know so many uh, hours in the bank to apply to PT school as well. So I definitely had my hands on in a non-sexual way. Everyone, my I had my hands on people a lot, um, kind of getting an idea of how it was to work with people and to help people. And um, I found a lot of things I liked, and I found a lot of things I did not like. Mm -hmm. um, and so at that point, about midway through junior year, actually the end of junior, I met a Naval Academy midshipman at a bar in College Park, because where else do you, you know, what better place to meet your future spouse than in a bar? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> And uh, he, don't tell my wife that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it didn't end up so well. It nope. didn't, it, it's not my current spouse, so it obviously did not end up so well. But um, so we dated his last year and a half at Navy, my last two years at Maryland. Um, he got stationed down in Virginia Beach. My senior year at Maryland, he deployed um, and I worked and then graduated from Maryland, got mm -hmm. a full time job at the YMCA that I was working at. Um, led group exercise classes, continued the personal training thing. Okay. Um, I love physical therapy, but I wasn't exactly sure from a career perspective, um, only because, and from, to my, from my perspective, and I'm not saying that this is the way it was, this was my experience, is that the majority of the PT jobs were an outpatient clinics and with that you you see the same stuff all the time because you know it's the same kind of knee replacement shoulder issues hip yeah. issues um and i loved learning what i was learning pre-pt but i didn't know if i wanted to be in a clinic setting the rest of my life yeah okay um and so i i played with that a little while i um worked at the ymca for about six months then i moved down to 
Virginia Beach when my boyfriend and fiance got back from his deployment. Okay. Um, I got a job at a big global gym down there called One Life Fitness. Okay. Um, I actually went to graduate slash PT school in the summertime for like one semester. What I did, decided to do was I took Old Dominion's um, gross anatomy course that they give the med students and the PT students. And I took that with the PT students to kind of see what it, it would be like. Oh, yeah. Um, that was an experience because that was a seven credit course in seven weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there, there was a lot of love for uh, cadavers and um, formaldehyde and <laughs> a lot of fun stuff. But I would work in the morning. I would work again from five to ten. And then I would go to Old Dominion from 10.30 to about 8. Um, and then rinse and repeat the next day. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up on a little bit of drinking from the fire hose in some <laughs> in these different phases here. You, I uh, don't do a lot of things halfway. <laughs> I need to learn how to kind of, and I have. Now that I'm yeah. older, you know, I'm starting to hit that like, not quite 35. I'm not quite 35. But I'm starting to get to that point. I've learned through experience that you don't always need to go full throttle. Um, but I am someone that will do whatever I need to do to survive or mm -hmm. get to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. So by this point, um, working full-time job at One Life Fitness, um, I'm now ma married to an active duty naval officer um, living in Virginia Beach. He gets... Or, and we did a second deployment. Uh, he went to Iraq for eight months. Um, that was fun. That was some stressful times there. We had yeah. a couple IED things happen and just, there's some stuff there that was uncomfortable for, for sure for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, and then he got home and then we got transferred up to Annapolis. Uh, okay. He got stationed at Navy and I moved up here and I had the conversation that like, hey, I like personal training, but I need something more. Um, like, the the reasons I love PT are great. Again, the application of it on a career way, like you can't make more money unless you train more more people. And a lot of that is like more hours of the day. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that CrossFit is really cool about is it kind of weeds out people that don't want to be there. Yeah. As well, if you go into like a 24-hour fitness or a one-life fitness or golds, like in your PT client, you may not really want to be there. You may like sign up, but don't actually really do anything. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I love to work with the clients that want to work with me, but I don't like dragging people through leg raises if they don't really want to be there. Right. Yeah. It, it, going back to the YMCA, you said yeah. you led some, some group classes. Mm -hmm. um, what, what types of group classes did you oh, do? Dude. I did an ab class, six pack summer. Um, I did step class. Um, I did like a hand, hand dumbbell weight class. Okay. Like, you know, like little dumbbells. Um, and then I did all kinds of like weight training individual stuff and small group stuff. Okay. Okay. So like t t teaching people how to use the leg press, how to squat, how to overhead press, how to bend over row. Yeah. All that yeah. kind of stuff. All right. Yeah. Um, but then when we moved up to Annapolis and I was like, I got to do something for, for the next phase, I applied to grad schools. 
Um, and I, I needed to be in state and I applied to Maryland and I applied to ODU. I'm sorry, I applied to Maryland, McDaniel and okay. GW, George Washington. Okay. Yeah. And George Washington was kind of a long shot just cause like it was in DC and I was living in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was freaking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> really expensive. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. So I, I actually forgot a major, 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 major uh, important fact. So right before I moved to Annapolis, okay. I discovered CrossFit. Right before it. Right before it. I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. For, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for the bombshell. Here. Okay. So I discovered, like, I had heard about it, and I had been to like the dot com like headquarters website, and like okay. back then, this was in. 2010. It's still um, like the misty days of CrossFit. The misty days, man. Yeah. There's not a lot happening. And okay. um, boxes are just starting to sprout. Mm-hmm. And like the dot com webpage was real basic. It was just still like the tan background, one picture of like a desert workout, <laughs> and then like the workout of the day. Like that was it. It's like a GeoCities type. Yeah, it was yeah, really, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, I think all they had at that point was a level one. Um, and so I discovered CrossFit in December of 2010. Okay. And I walked into the box and I looked around and I saw all these people sweating and grunting. And it was a small, it was a very small box, like maybe, maybe a thousand feet, probably not even that square footage. Okay. And I was like, hmm. And I did my introductory class or session. And my first workout was Tabata air squats. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, background, I am now running marathons on a pretty regular basis, about three a year. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm weight training at the gym an hour, an hour a day. And I'm a personal trainer by nature. So yeah. appar- apparently I should be fit. Like I should have some sort of fitness under my belt. I did Tabata air squats and I couldn't walk for a week. I, I laugh, but like everyone who like does their exactly. first, their first CrossFit workout, it's, it's, it's exactly that most people get clobbered. Right. Yeah. And, okay. and, and I was like, what is this? Like, whatever this is, I need to be doing it <laughs> because I worked out for four minutes and I cannot sit <laughs> on the toilet <laughs> and I'm running 60 to 75 minutes every day, minimum. And I'm wow. weight training, and I can't sit on the darn toilet after four okay. minutes. What is this monstrosity? <laughs> so because I, you know, as you put it, drink from the fire hose, I was all in. I was like, done, deal. So I joined this box in Virginia Beach for like a month okay. um, because we were going to get transferred up to Annapolis in February. All right. And uh, Karen, you know, 150 wall balls for time. They had this purple wall. They had this wall where you do wall balls. And they had, they had a rule. Their colors of the gym were like purple and gray or something. Okay. But you weren't allowed to wear purple or pick up the purple PVC pipes unless you were like on this purple victory wall. And you got on this purple victory wall by like completing certain workouts in certain times. And one of them was Karen and under like nine and a half minutes. Okay. Which is 150 wall balls per time. Right. Yeah. For those, those who might not know, those don't have all know. their girl wads memorized. Right. Get, get working on that. If, right. if that's you. 
So I got myself on that purple wall <laughs> before I left that box. I was like, I'm getting on this dang wall. I might be three weeks into this CrossFit journey, but I am doing 150 wall balls wow. under nine and a half minutes. <laughs> and I did it. And the next day I well, walked into the gym with a purple t-shirt on because oh, I true. could wear purple. <laughs> that's great. I don't think I've heard of a box that has a rule like that, but you can't wear, I mean. Right. Like again, this was back 2010. Yeah. Things were a little bit more militant. Cool. Yeah. Um, but right. so we got to Annapolis and I found a box here. We joined here. And mm. again, like I was just full fledged working out CrossFit five, six days a week. I okay. had to learn about rest days. Um, yeah. The Kool-Aid I, will do that to you. And you have, Kool-Aid? Yes. That's what we say, but no, but all right. And also like I'm coming from an endurance background, right? Like I'm running marathons. So in my mind, more is better. Um, it and took so me, when, did, when did the marathons, when did you get into that? Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I got into that in, in college. In college. Okay. So basically when I transferred to Maryland, I stopped playing softball. Okay, okay. And it was the first time in my life I wasn't on a team sport. And it was the first time in my life I wasn't competing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, huh? And so a really funny thing about that is pre-junior year of college, I hated to run. Like people would tease me because the worst part of practice would be like the one lap around the field in, in the beginning. I would hate to run. Aline is listening to this portion of the, the podcast and she's really enjoying it. I hope like, go, so. Go, go ahead. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> and so like one day I went to go to the gym and there was a really bad traffic accident and traffic was backed up and I couldn't get there. And I needed, I was like, I need to get a workout in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll try to go for a run, I guess. Oh. And I went out and I ran three miles and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> like, what? So again, because I don't do anything halfway, I went from that day of running three miles to running my first full marathon in seven months. Seven months. Wow. Yeah. All right. Three miles became five, became seven, became 10. The next spring I was running my first full marathon. Well, you had all that extra time between, between going to work in the morning and taking uh, organic chemistry, might as well fill it. You got to numb your mind somehow. Right. right? You got to ditch it all. All right. So, so you're, so now you're back in Annapolis and, yep. and you are, you are hitting wads five, six yeah. times a week. Yeah. And I'm a personal trainer at 24 hour fitness. Okay. Okay. And I've just applied to grad schools. That's right. So I'm doing CrossFit wads at 24 hour fitness on my break. If I can't get to the CrossFit gym before I go to work, you can imagine how well that went over. <laughs> Because their, their treadmills were downstairs and their weights were upstairs. Uh, yeah. Well, so I would sprint down the stairs to get on a treadmill and then sprint up the stairs to get, get to my weights mm-hmm. and then sprint down the stairs and just make a fool of myself. <laughs> so six months into CrossFit, I was like, all right, I, I got to learn how to coach people with this stuff. Like I'm a personal t- trainer. I'm mm-hmm. working out with it. I believe, I feel, I experience, I know this is the best way to train people. I've done it all by this point. And now I'm yeah. young. I think I've done it all. I'm well, young. I'm young. You've done, you had done a lot. I've done a lot. But I was yeah. like, this stuff is legit. So I got my level one in July of 2011. Okay. 
I got into grad school um, beginning in September. I got into GW and then I got a full um, ride because they wanted me to teach undergrad anatomy and physiology class oh. at A&P since I had taken that doctorate level ODU gross yeah. anatomy course. So I was really, really, really blessed because they paid for my graduate school and then paid me a stipend. Um, and so I started coaching classes at across the gym in Annapolis. And then I would go to grad school as well. So it's kind of like a part-time deal. So I would try to, it depended on the day. Like some, I was in DC normally three days a week. Okay. Um, I was teaching, I was holding labs. Um, and then I was taking classes, of course. Oh, today. Professor Shannon over here. Wow. Right? No, no. Wow. So a really funny sto story about that is one Monday I walked into class, or one, one day I walked into class to teach mm -hmm. these undergrad kids. And I had an, a bruise on my collarbone from a, 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 from a power clean, excuse me, right? From a, the barbell, from the bar, yeah. catching it wrong. And all the kids were, all the kids, all the like 18-year-olds were like, <laughs> I was like, what's up? And they were like, you have a hickey. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yep, yep. no, I'm, I'm married at this point. I'm like, that stuff doesn't go on when you're married. <laughs> I'm like, this is from a barbell, guys. <laughs> so I went to graduate school at GW for my master's in exercise physiology. Okay. Um, I started out as cardiac rehab. So spent one year in, in the hospital setting with patients post heart stents or post um, heart attacks okay. or things like that and kind of getting them back up to snuff where they could walk and go up steps and not, not feel horrible. Okay. Um, and again, I learned a lot, but I was like, uh, not sure I want to do this. And so I changed my concentration to strength and conditioning. Okay. So I finished out my undergrad with a master's in exercise physiology with a concentration in strength and conditioning. Um, during that second year, I got an internship at the Naval Academy in their strength and conditioning program. So I was okay. working over in Ricketts Hall with uh, the football team, the guy and girl soccer teams, the wrestling teams. Um, and we were doing, I was doing conditioning with them three nights a week, I think it was. Okay. Um, and so I finished up undergrad with part-time CrossFit coach, um, full-time teaching assistant at GW, and then strength and conditioning coach at Navy. So I, I had a lot of like experience in being in the uh, trenches when it came to like, how am I going to program a workout for someone and why? And then at the end of grad school, you have to take like comprehensive exams. And mm -hmm. I, had a, I, I had a project where I had literally had to write out an entire year of of programming for a D1 football team. Um, oh. And so like programming to me is like my bread and butter, man. I just love mm -hmm. it. That and like how the body works. Like I took anatomy and phys so many times and I taught it so many times that I just love understanding how to optimize it and like why it works the way it works. Mm -hmm. And then I graduated grad school and then I went into managing a CrossFit gym full time. And that was my gig. I did that. Um, with my undergrad and master's degree and I, and I was managing it for a while. Okay. And at this point, like, um, so this is like the business side of things too, or is it what, what yeah. when you say manage, what do you, you, I'm coaching cl classes. I'm okay. 
doing intros, I'm selling, I'm leading coach development. I'm um, Brian, actually Dr. Brian Harris and I um, were co-managing the, 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 the CrossFit box. So him and I were a tag team and just kind of, we were in charge of everything day to day for the most part. Okay. Okay. And, um, I, I had approached about like, Hey, like I want to, I want to get in on this. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys are really kind of strapped in because you've got a couple things going on, a couple more gyms and stuff like that. Like I want in on this. Um, and after grad school, I had the time and we just had a, a different opinion in terms of there, there was like a, um, re rebranding that went down and that CrossFit box was going to be taken in a different route than what it had been. And it didn't really align with my own, um, goals, perspectives, or like why I wanted to train people with CrossFit and what I saw it benefiting pe- people um, was a much more like lifestyle and long term, okay. Versus necessarily competition. Not that that's not an awesome factor of it, and that we can help and do those things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I still want my clients to be able to get on the ground and play with their grandkids when they're eighty-five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, so I- then I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go do my own thing. Turning point. Turning point. So. Interesting enough, um, I found a 3,000 square foot warehouse over on Renard Court off of General's Highway. Um, it was that square footage, but like probably a thousand square foot of it was a loft upstairs. Um, yeah. And I took the leap and I quit my current job and I signed a lease. And I went from employment to no employment um, at the exact same time, literally. Um, my marriage that I had been in, um, it was no longer viable. There was just a lot of stuff that went down, um, that it no longer was good for either person to be in it. Um, and so I had a very interesting time frame because here I am with what a lot of people saw on the outside as the, the perfect life. We had a house in downtown Annapolis. He was an, a Naval Academy grad, worked for the governor when he got out, picture perfect um, from what people thought, but actually it was very, very opposite of that. And um, I moved out, I left, um, and I really didn't take much. I didn't took basically the dog. Um, And here I was with Elise and no members quite yet. I mean, I had people that were like, hey, we're gonna come join. Sure. No, no, no income and nowhere to live. <laughs> so, so how, so how overwhelming is all this? I mean, it, it seems like quite, you know, it's a big jump to take to, you know, to sign that lease and, and gosh sakes. I mean, yeah, we, we were still married when I signed the lease. So I was still in, yeah. in the house um, when I signed the lease and then it just became clear within very little time that I could not stay. And, um, and it was extremely, I mean, it, it was everything in my, my life went from stable and routine to chaos. Oh. Um, Melissa Dorsey and I were really good friends at this point. We had been friends for a couple, couple years, her and Kevin and I. 
Um, and they, you know, they literally built the first true core with me. Um, and when I say like they built it, I mean like we lived in that warehouse 12 to 14 hours a day, painting walls, uh, laying floor. Um, we found out after I signed the lease, even though I'd gone to the permitting office, we found out after I signed it that we were going to put in a second bathroom. Um, which my landlord decided not to help me with because we had already signed a lease. So Kevin, we got a permit. We did it all. Kevin did all the work himself. He cut the concrete. He laid the pipe. He did the drywall. Um, Melissa was in there with me painting and sweeping and installing. Um, We had a bunch of other really good friends like Tyler and Meredith in there helping us. Um, We had a crew like Scott Obishi that would come and feed us and like just stuff like that. Like there was a within a couple of weeks, we had a crew of family. Um, and that crew, those, <laughs> those people in Truecore are really what got me through the hardest time of my life hmm. because I'm a perfectionist and I don't like to fail. Okay. And when I realized that my marriage was not going to be sustainable, I felt like a complete failure. Uh, Catholic school girl, like that's not what you do. Yeah, that there's a lot of yeah. Right, and um, True Core came out of that time. So and so your OGs, the OGs here. Yeah, yeah, like they they held me up, man. Like there, I'm I'm not kidding you. Like Melissa would meet me at the warehouse and bring me food for the day, (laughs) because I would be sleeping either at her house on her couch, upstairs in the loft. Or I eventually found a friend to stay with for a couple months. Um, And so the name Truecore comes out of the fact that I wanted to create a place where no matter what a person's background, gender, age, athletic capability, interest, job, none of that stuff, they could walk in the door and immediately feel accepted and embraced for exactly who they are. Not that they had to get somewhere to be something not that they had improved who they are to be loved, accepted, and embraced, but who they were, were already at their true core was more than good enough. Ah. And that's where the name true core comes from is like who we are at our core is always good enough. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect such an emotional and, and powerful story. And as I'm sure some of you know, the listeners who might be listening you know, who, who didn't know the story, but this is, this is, wow, this is a very moving, moving story that you're, you're telling and, and go on, keep going. <laughs> well, I that, just, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's amazing what God puts in your life when and how, mm-hmm. um, and he laid, you know, some people would have said, oh my God, that was the worst timing for you to start a business because you had nothing. Like I, I didn't have a paycheck. I didn't know what, where my next paycheck was going to come from. But what it was is it, it really brought out my, this is going to sound really, really corny, uh, but it brought out my true core. Like it showed me what was important to me and why and how to stick to that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just did the dang thing one day at a time. You know, yeah. um, Melissa and I would make a list. We called it the just for today list. And it was like, what do we need to get done today? Like, what do you need to get done today? Do you need to call the lawyer? Do we know you need to go down to permitting like what has to happen just for today and then we would rinse and repeat until 
uh, eventually our permit came through and we, we opened in March. Um, and then we just hit, hit, hit the ground running. You know, we got classes up, we got mm -hmm. intros up. Um, that 3,000 3, square foot space, we outgrew with under two years. We were up to 120 something members. Wow. Um, I had an opportunity that the um, owner of CrossFit Bay came to me and said, hey, like, it's time for me to move on. Um, mm -hmm. I think our two com communities are a lot alike. Um, would you be interested in joining and, and buying me out? Yeah. And it was, again, God brings what you need right when, when you need it, because I was, I'd had a lot of um, issues with neighbors at my first location, to put it mildly, and we were looking to get out and we had outgrown it. Um, mm -hmm. Within two years, we were, we were, you know, crammed in there. Um, and so it came right at the right moment. And um, I purchased Obey and we moved in in December, the end of December of 2017. And we combined yeah. our staff, we combined our communities um, and we've been there ever since. And that's kind of like where we are today. And we keep, you know, as we've grown, we've gone from just group classes to Olympic lifting, to mm -hmm. powerlifting, to of course, personal training, to um, nutrition. We've got stress management stuff now. Um, one of the things that has, was right off the bat that happened the day we opened over in, in, in Bernard Court is I had supervised kids room because um, I saw yeah. how important that was and how much people needed it. And so we have had, you know, free supervised kids room since day one because it's just that important to, to our members. Um, and we just kind of keep rocking and rolling. Like whatever hurdles have come up and there's been a lot in five in a half years we do the the same thing like just for today like what do i need to do today what is the big picture goal and what is the step for today that i need to take what do my members need how can i achieve that and where are we going to be to make sure that like they get what they need mm -hmm. so so looking back at TrueCore in in starting this this crossfit box and in, in putting your heart and soul into this, mm -hmm. what, what's been the most rewarding? You look back oh, on man. all these things. What, what? <laughs> um, there is not just one, one thing. Really what it boils down to, the answer for that is every time I see someone's self-perception change. So why I do what I do is because we all walk into the gym, we all walk into our homes, into our jobs, into our lives with a perception of who we think we are. We are tall, we are fat, we are thin, we are uh, old, we are young, we are strong, we are weak. We are mm -hmm. a daughter, we are a husband, what, whatever it might be. And then what I see happen through CrossFit, what I see happen in TrueCore especially, is that perception changes for the better. People come in and they say, I will never be able to do X insert pull up handstand push up double under kipping pull up mm -hmm. rope climb whatever it might be and then they achieve that thing they get there they do it and they're like oh man i did that okay like i'm not what i thought i was mm -hmm. i'm much more than i thought i was and then they go to, to the next thing i want to drop this weight I want to back squat 300 pounds. 
And the whole process that comes from thinking you are one thing and then proving to yourself that you're not, that self-confidence, that perception change, ripple effect through your entire life. Like I get goosebumps actually right now. I got goosebumps. <laughs> um, I, I get goosebumps thinking about how it plays out in all walks of life. Now you go home and you take better care of yourself with what you put in your body. Or you go home and you dump that toxic friend because they just, they don't fit you now. Mm-hmm. Or you, you start to pay attention to like where you want to spend your money because you, you've shifted what was important to, to you. And, and I've seen that, oh God, I've literally seen that hundreds of times. And it doesn't matter if it's like number 501 or the first one, like it is just as powerful. Like I can think back to when you joined or when uh, like Jesse Washington joined or when Bethany joined or Megan Vaughn joined or like a gazillion people, or we have a, a, a guy that joined right before uh, quarantine happened. His name is George. And George Albany, if you're listening, hey, buddy, what's up? And do, um, Robin Soma, that's like crushed her life through, through quarantine. You know, she came into quarantine with a perception of I am this person. And she's running and she's working out five days a week and she's on n- nutrition and she's just crushing it, man. Mm-hmm. And like, I love to see her do that, but I love to see the way she's talking about herself. I like to see the smile on her face and the light in her eyes that comes on as a result of it. Like that's, that's what I, why I do what I do is because like the perception change that I witness in our members is just like, it's an inspirational and I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure that that, can continue to happen so i that was a really long rambling answer to that was, a, that, was a, that was a it was a good I, answer it was a good and, answer. And i'm sorry and i i know i i have some other questions and you know we could probably have a three-hour podcast but i do i do i think some of our um before before i move on though yeah you know anything else like you think our our listeners should know about about true core mm. um uh, anything else you want to share before we we lighten things up a little bit yeah i mean you know tr- it, it's it's uh i don't think there's enough time <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I don't think i don't think if i had the next three days there'd be enough time you know we started talking last year last fall a lot i started talking about our our values um mm-hmm. because i started to realize yeah. that i had not done a good enough job explaining why we exist um, and I started talking about our mission statement a lot in, in our vision statement yeah, yeah. and our, um, that our core values of trust, honesty, determination, positivity, and unconditional support. And every staff meeting I had for six months, we went over each one of those and we talked about why this is important and where it comes from. But, um, it's because like, it's not a gym. Like, yes, we come in and we work out and we move weights, but it's like, in some regard, I'm going to overstep here and it's going to be really corny and you may not agree, but it, it teaches me at least like how to live life. Like we have so many personalities and backgrounds and challenges that it's like, when I interact with our members, everyone is unique. And by leading them and by talking with them and trying to figure out how to meet them, it teaches me like how to live life Mm -hmm. because if I don't do it well, like things 
things go downhill quickly. Um, and so I've had to grow up. Like I've had to grow up and say like, wow, you have a weakness here or like you have a strength here. Um, and I've also had to like admit when I'm wrong and that's cool. Like I, I'm okay. Like I've messed up a lot. Like I can't count how many times I've messed up. We all, we all do. Yeah. Right. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, true core exists so that people can feel supported and embraced and empowered because we want to make a, a ripple effect in your life. We want to give you the tools to lead your, your best life physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is why we exist. And those things, I mean, they're so foundational to, to everything you do, you know, to your job, to your recreation. I mean, you need to have that at the bottom of the pyramid and, and you know, those are, that's, that's, that's the base. And it's, you know, I'm not, I, I don't think that's corny. So. Well, that's, th thank you for that, Don. I appreciate it. I don't think others will think, think of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anything else? Because I, I do, I do want to spend a little bit of time just yeah, getting to know, getting to know Shannon. Okay, I a love little it. Bit. All right. Well, well, I guess. So, so, what are your fitness goals right now? What is Shannon working? You know, I might be working on, you know, just trying to do four air squats without keeling over. What are you working on? Like what? Are we talking about like fitness. current as of today, May eighteenth? Like because we're now in week ten of quarantine, or are we talking about just in life in general? Fit, fitness goals. You know, whether it's this year, this month, what, what? fitness though. Okay. So I have reached a phase in my life where I am a typical member in terms of, I want to look good naked. I love I it. Yeah. I want to look good naked. Right. Um, at the same time, I want to be able to hold my own <laughs> because I do own a gym. So I have to be able to have, I want to be able to have basic, um, strength. You know, I need to be able yeah. to squat and pull and press. Um, I need to be able to stack up in a Metcon and not feel like I'm going to die. Um, mm -hmm. But because I own a business and a lot of people are like, oh, well, you own a gym. You must work out all the time. The worst thing I ever did for my fitness, the very worst thing I ever did was open. <laughs> the worst thing I ever did. Uh, the amount of time that it takes. And then like the thing is, if I work out in the gym, like I'm working out at work. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm seeing everything that has to be done. I'm seeing all this stuff that needs to be put away. I have questions brought up to me, which is cool, but like, I, you know, it's hard to work out at work. So I have to it's find not your outlet. You know, to us, that's our outlet, right? That's our, that's, right. that's an escape. And for you, you're in the thick. Right. Okay. But I need my workout to be my outlet nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so, so my goal to answer your question is to find five days a week where I can have a consistent workout routine where I can move my body, feel challenged, feel strong, and dump my mind out. I okay. have to have that. That is yeah. my goal. What, whether that happens outside my house doors, whether that happens, I have to schedule it. Like I literally, I schedule it in my planner. I have it in here today. Okay, you can't see it, but it's there, run. Run, yeah. Today's my run day. I run okay. on Mondays. So I literally have to schedule it out to make sure it gets done um, because it's very easy to get sucked into this vortex of screens. <laughs> it, it is, it is. But that is, it is long-term consistency. Okay. And so, still kick butt against some of my coaches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get that? You know, yeah. You gotta, 
I, no one is competitive. So that's, that's the mm -hmm. good thing. No, no. And it's not a CrossFit box? Never. No, not at all. Never. Um, so, so when you're, you're not managing the box and you're not finding an outlet, trying to work out, not at your box or wherever you can do it, what, what does Shannon like to do outside the gym? What are Shannon's hobbies? What, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing to pass the time? I love to be outside. Yeah. I love to be outside. Anything I can do outside. Um, we have a great yard here, um, but it, it's a lot of yard work. So I found enjoyment. I'll put headphones in and just go do yard work. Mm -hmm. I love to be outside and I'm still moving my body. Um, I love to take the dog through walks in, in the woods. Um, I love to read. We, we stopped watching TV like last fall. We cut it out. Um, okay. It's kind of seeped its way back in in quarantine. Um, but we don't, we don't watch a lot of t t t TV. I'm, I might watch you know, a show two days a week right now. Um, but I love to read. I read, you know. What's on, uh, what's on your nightstand right now? What, uh, what, are, what are you reading? Right now, let's see. I unplugged myself. So I'm kind of in my office that I've made through quarantine. And I literally have a bookcase. So that's all like work, uh, edumacational. Mm -hmm. I see books. Supple Leopard up there. Yeah, yeah Supple Leopard. Like, yeah. And then I have like progressive, like betterment stuff. Um, I have a pretty strong faith and so, uh, it's got, it's gotten stronger through quarantine. And so I'm constantly reading about, um, like perception on higher power and how to have better, you know, connection, communication, that kind of stuff with, with, with it, whatever your higher power, um, might be. Um, I also love just easy fun books. So an author I read a lot is, I want to say it's her name is Ellen, but it's not. It's E L I N, L okay. Ellen, Heldberg, and she's got like mm, probably like twenty four fun summer not novels that take place in Nantucket, and I've read like eighteen of them All right. in, the last, in the last year, I think. Um, I got turned on to her last spring, and now I just read her all the time. Okay. So I like to do that. Um, I like to organize. <laughs> Is that oh, weird? hey, bowl one up my alley over here. I like I like a little bit of organizing too. I sit down every Sunday and I plan out what workout I'm going to do, do what day, what meal I'm going to cook, what night. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I like to plan out my week like that. That yeah. for me is oddly enjoyable. Mm -hmm. um, I love to spend time with my hubby. You know, um, that's something else that TrueCore has has brought me that I I didn't mention. Not that I forgot, but you know, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, John, my, my husband, my amazing husband, um, worked two doors down from our first, first location in Renard Court. Mm -hmm. so him and I kept bumping into each other in the parking lot and I kept giving him crap for not coming in for the workout. And then the first time he came in to check in the box, check out the box, he uh, gave me all these ex excuses why he couldn't do it. And that's exactly what I told him. I said, all I hear is excuses. Um, and so he, he decided that was a good reason to ask me out to lunch. <laughs> and uh, That sounds like its own podcast episode oh, that geez. we should stay tuned for. Um, maybe, maybe part two. <laughs> maybe part two. But what, what other qu fun questions do you have? Well, well, I have. I, why don't we move to our lightning round since we're really, we're okay. really, we're closing in on time here. But then it, we can round out with anything else uh, sure. you want to finish up. But I, I have, I have some quick questions for uh -oh. you. Um, we're going to cycle through these and see, 
see, um, just, just give our listeners a chance to learn a little bit more about, about Shannon. So let's start out. What is your favorite barbell movement? Uh, clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. Favorite gymnastic skill? Handstand push-up. All right. If you had to run, row, bike, or swim, which one are you doing? Run. All day long. And then what's second? Um, swimming. Swimming. I nice. Swimming. Uh, what's your favorite lift or skill to coach? Mm. You know what? Um, I would have to say I have two. Yeah. I'd have to say air squat. Yeah. Um, because it is so basic, but everyone does it wrong. <laughs> and from a functionality uh, perspective, it provides the best long-term health. And what I mean by that is like learning how to sit on and off the toilet, keeping your knees healthy so you don't have to have a knee replacement at 65. Mm. Um, so I love to Yeah. Never thought so deeply about the squat as I did just now. <laughs> like Blake, like he plays in a bottom of a squat. He does. He does right. Yeah. Like we should be able to do like, that's how we're built um, is to be able to do that. But then, you know, we sit in chairs from kindergarten till the rest of our life. And, yeah. Yeah. Chairs. Um, and then I love to, to coach the handstand, handstand push-up as well. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what's the toughest lift or skill to coach in your opinion? Mm, I would say the clean. Clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well these are going to get a little more fun. Favorite Taylor Swift album. Oh, I can't decide. I don't have oh. one. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, really anything from 1989 on, well, that's not, that's not even true. I mean, red was just so powerful and it all depends on my mood. It all depends on my mood. Like red is a little bit more acoustic. It's deeper, you know, uh, 1989 came out when I was building true course. There's a lot of emotional uh -huh. stuff tied into that. Um, reputation was just freaking awesome. I don't care what, what the Grammys had to say. And now, now lover, I mean, I can't decide, Don. And before Red, you had Sparks Fly, and then you had Taylor Swift, the original. So, I mean. We're going to need a whole other podcast to do that one, too. Okay. Let's, we've got we two more podcasts already. To <laughs> we're, we're getting backed up here. Okay. Favorite games athlete? Do you have one? I love Anne E. Thor's daughter. Ah, all right. Original and, in my mind, one of the best. Okay. Who, who's fitter, Froning or Frazier? Groaning all day long. Yeah. All right. Vanilla or chocolate? Always chocolate. Vanilla is a waste of a flavor. Go to Dunkin' Donuts order. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. It was a trick question. Okay. Coffee order. Oh, um, you know, medium with half and half. All right. Okay. Star Starbucks is normally like a red eye with half and half. Favorite junk food if you ever indulge? Oh, I love pizza pizza love it favorite season mm, i don't have one because i there, there's something about them all that i really enjoy all right all right uh last question for you favorite actor or actress yeah one uh <laughs> i love julia roberts and sandra bullock both there, from there from like from like you know my middle school high school days all right 
Runaway Bride. I mean, come on. Fantastic. <laughs> One-Eyed Snake. I won't go in any further than that. <laughs> that's that's all I have. Anything awesome. else? What what else? What else, Shannon? Tell us. Nothing. I mean, I talk way too much as it is. We. I I can go on tangents as you've kind of figured out by this point. This was awesome. This was awesome. This was great. It was great. I I was so happy to be able to have this sit down one on one with you it's and, been awesome. and for you to share your story with with me and, and and with everyone else. I think it's just been it's just been wonderful and I I learned a ton and cool. I have I have so much respect for for your, your background, your story, um, you know, the, you know, what, what you, you've gone through. And I feel like we, you know, we barely even scratched the surface, but. Um, any, any quick follow-up questions? I feel like I went on a very long kind of tirade about everything and I didn't give you a little bit of a chance to kind of, you know, chime in there much less. I, I feel like I, I asked as many follow-ups okay. as, as I could. I mean. Cool. All right. I just want to make sure I didn't cut you off somewhere along the way. No, no. no. Uh, well, this is, I mean, this is me. Awesome. What, what can you say? But I, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day yet again to kind of uh, bond with us true core crew out here. Um, it's been fun for me chatting. I mean, I'm, I'm always open to having conversations with anyone, anytime that wants to chat about true core or me. Um, and I just want to say thanks to all our awesome members who have been here and been part of the journey for five and a half years, whether you're still with us or not. Um, you have brought something to, you know, the, the whole, whole gamut. And we are what we are today because of each one of you. Um, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the good and I'm grateful for all the challenge and stuff. Too. So, awesome. All right. Well, on that note, we will sign things off. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen today. Go ahead. And if you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button, um, either on Podbean or iTunes, give us a quick review. That'd be great preferably a couple positive good stars. And uh, we will see you next week right here on the True Core Crew. Have a great week, guys. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. And we'll keep you fit. Take care, y'all.